Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at Myself at Home. We've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today, so let's get started. Today we're going to be talking about the best ways to paint furniture. It's episode 140 already. Oh my. Yes. (laughs) Wow. Well, we're coming up on our first anniversary, the beginning of February. I know. It's going to be very exciting. We're going to have to Mm -hmm. plan something. So let's uh, dive into um, painting furniture. Yay. Oh. We talk about it a lot. We We always say that Uh it's a great way to transform something. It's a great way to upcycle a thrifted item. And it's a wonderful way to add something unique and fresh to your Mm -hmm. decor. I've not painted anything for a little while because, you know, as bloggers, we like from from mid-September through Christmas, it's just like drinking out of a fire hose. Always, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's it's such a busy time of year for us. And I always call this, my family knows it's my busy time. Yeah. Um, but I am so in the mood to paint. I'm looking for a big old armoire that mm. I can put in our bedroom and it can become Bobby's dresser. So I can't wait to start painting. Mm, nice. Yeah, I think we've painted a lot of the thing, a lot of things over the years. I think I've oh, sold yeah. a lot of things that I've painted, but oh, there's you a few go, things. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have many left in my house, but we've I've spent a lot of time painting, and so between the three of us, we have quite a bit of experience. Mm-hmm. And we paint. Painting. We have different sort of genres in painting mm-hmm. too, which is True. nice. But I could I start because yes. I think there's a couple things that will really help you be a good painter. Like you have to start with the basics and, you know, you want to get a piece of furniture. Don't look at what it's, what finish it has on it. You know, you want to look at, um, uh, it's curves and lines and details. And that's what you're going to buy because when you paint it, that will, that will be interesting. But when you get a piece to paint, and I would say if you are just starting out, start small, like a mirror or a picture frame or something like that, that you could, you, so you feel confident or a small chair or a small side table um, to begin with, just so you get the feel of it. But you want to pull that, let's say you're going to do, let's say you've been painting and you're going to do a dresser. You need to take out all the drawers. Um, You need to take out everything. You don't want to take off the doors if the doors open and take off all the hardware. That's where you're going to begin. And then you're going to take all that hardware if you're going to put it back on so you don't lose it. You're going to put it all together in a baggie, close it up and put it somewhere where you don't forget where it is. Don't put it in your underwear drawer. Things get lost in there. Yeah. (laughs) Like uh, pumpkin stems. Anyway. um, (laughs) Yeah. I I have no idea. I must have been rushing around to do something. But anyway, so that's how you're going to start. And I buy tarps, you know, um, painter's tarps from the hardware store. And I use them and I put everything on a painter's tarp. Then the next thing you're going to do is you're going to take that furniture and using a degreaser, and my favorite is Simply Green, and it's uh, non-toxic, and you're going to degrease the entire, you spray it on, and you want to wipe it off with a 
non-lint white cloth. Like I just, I get a bunch of them. Uh, either I, I tear a bunch of like, uh, of my, I, I'm like white t-shirts, like those long sleeve t-shirt, you know, t-shirts. They're really great. And, uh, or I just have a big box of those, uh, white t-shirt type of rags that are non-lint and you want to clean it off really good, but you don't want to leave any remnants of the degreaser on it. So then you want to take a spray bottle and just go over the whole thing with water and wipe it down. It doesn't have to be any, you don't have to put a lot of elbow grease into it, but just wipe it down. Now your piece is ready to paint because you don't want any kind of dirt, grime, grease, or residue on it, it will um, it will inhibit how well the, the paint or what you're going to put on it adheres. So that's really, really important to begin with. Good tips. And wow, then, nice prep. Yeah. Yeah. That's yes. your prep. And I have to say, sometimes I just run home from the thrift store and I take out the spray paint. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, oh, these are good oh, tips, yeah. but we don't, I mean, Yvonne may follow all this. I don't always degrease my, it, if it looks pretty clean, I just go for it. No, mm-hmm. really, you will save yourself a lot of headaches. It doesn't take yeah, you're that absolutely long. Right. This is the right it way to do it. It might take you like 10 extra minutes. But I've yeah. never had a problem with stuff peeling oh. off either. So I've not had okay. a problem. This, Anita, hmm? this is the best way to do it. Oh, yes, ma'am. And that's, okay. what, that's the way we should be yeah. doing it. So it's our own painted- fault if we don't do it this way because yeah, this no, is I haven't truly had a problem. the right way to do it, Yvonne. Well, you. you're, yeah. you're very lucky that you don't you've well, never no, had a I problem. Well, no, I use I use the chalk-based paint and that is much more forgiving. Now, if you're doing latex paint, I think mm-hmm. you're going to have a much you have to be much more careful about the way you prep things. But so I'm it's telling you the prep is how much prep is needed is dependent on the paint you are using. So if you're I'm using gonna, latex paint, <laughs> you're going to need more prep than if you're using chalk paint. I'm going to say yeah. Miss Anita mm-hmm, that you mm-hmm. will want to even use the degreaser on things that you chalk paint as well. Okay. I'm, well, I'm, yeah. I've never used it and I've never had a problem. Okay. Um, <laughs> just, just throwing that out there, but that's, I'm sure that's, that would be better to use my, it. The two big Amy Howard and Annie Sloan both say you should degrease. So I'm going to do what they say. Anyway, okay, sure. let me I'm just gonna, tell you Yvonne, this. I'm going to do what you say. Okay. Thank you. Anita can just. <laughs> oh, that's okay. But you've Anita already admitted you don't. You don't do it though, Kelly. No, I, but From I know it, I know I'm wrong and I know I'm rushing. Oh, <laughs> I know okay. I'm going to rue the day. Rue the day. That. Well, and if you're using latex paint, you're going to have to prime it as well. Well, let me, we're not there yet. Oh, we're not. Because, because, oh my goodness. This is taking way too yeah. long. No, no. <laughs> no this, here's the this thing. Will, here's the thing. When you have painters at your house and we all know this, if they don't spend almost two thirds of their time in prep, in cleaning then up. you don't have good painters, right? So it yeah. is well, all that's because about they're taping. The right. But mostly they're taping. Yeah. No, that's true. But that's latex paint usually. And they're Can she just taping. not agree for a second? You've got to tape. You've got to tape everything. <laughs> well, what they're doing is taping everything off is what they spend so much well, time let doing me in just, my house. Let me tell you another prep that will really help mm-hmm. you. And I learned this because I did oil painting, acrylic painting. I, I, I used to be a painter. I used to love to paint pictures and do things like that. So I learned when I was learning how to paint that you have, you know, just get yourself a, uh, a horizontal surface. And I have like a little, um, a little table, you know, that's collapsible and just like one of those little utility tables, cover it with, 
um, a drop cloth and you want to, you want to place all of your tools on it. Like you want to put your paint on it and you want to put your brushes. Now I use lint free paper towels. I think they're, I think that absolutely is a must. Now I think that, I mean, maybe that's going a little overboard, but then I like double layer some paper towels and put all my brushes on it. And then I have a place for my bucket of water and I have a place for like my rags. So 15 minutes in, you can find all of your tools. You always put them back where you got them. And it's, I just don't like to be disorganized and have, because if I do that in 15 minutes, it'll look like the paint bomb blew up on that on my prep table. So I just make sure I keep everything nice and neat and put everything back where it goes. That way I can find everything and I just, it feels better. But here's, I'm going to tell you one more, really, this will be the best tip that you get all day. So get your bell out. (laughs) I'm going to tell you already. I'll be the judge of that. I'm going to tell you this already. I have no vote now. (laughs) She's bossy. She's got the bell. I'm just standing. Yeah. Okay. You can, you can chime in. You can get your own bell. I'm going to get the giant, giant bell. You get a big bell. I'm going to get one of those teacher's bells that clang, 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 clang. Yvonne's going to go to, uh, to Philadelphia and stand in front of the Liberty Bell. (laughs) That's, and I could, yes. Uh, well, that I mean, bell probably would be arrested. I don't know how well it's okay. going to work. It has a patina. Yeah. But this is the it best does. painting tip you will ever get. And actually, okay, I have a lean post. Lean in. Lean in. I, I'm I leaning. have a post called the best painting tip you'd ever get. Oh. You want to do a practice board. And a practice board is I, I go to the hardware store and I get a piece of ornate trim. And I have them cut it in about six inch um, pieces. So you have Mm -hmm. a bunch of them and then depend the tech. I mean, if you're just going to, you get paid by the hour to paint for people. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this takes no time at all, but let's say, well, let's say I'm already done painting my piece. I'm just going to say that. Anita, that's not true. You know this because you and I went to Memphis. Oh, stop it. Now rubbing that in my face again. To study under a great painter. study under Leonardo da Vinci. No, I'm serious. I didn't know he lived in Memphis. No. Now, Amy is the Leonardo da Vinci of the chalk world. But anyway, listen. (laughs) You want to get a board. Yes. Or, or, I mean, do it on something of raw wood. I don't care what you do, but just do this. And if you're going to do anything other than just paint it plain, you want to paint that board so you can see how it's going to look because nothing is, I mean, like if you're going to do an antiquing, you paint, you paint the color, you find the antiquing you want, you paint it. Cause if you hate it, guess what? You've painted a whole piece you hate. Okay, well, now that explanation took 20 minutes, but I'm going to give her the, the bell on that one. Yeah. yeah. You got to give her the bell. <laughs> oh, it's not loud enough. Oh, there, there you go. go. Thank okay. you. No, I think and get in the habit. But Anita's a leaper, and I don't know if she's going to be able to do all this, but I think she's going to try now because these are excellent tips, and mm-hmm. this is the way it should be done. This okay. is the way it should be done. But paint, use that, make a, make a practice board because you can even take tape and cut it in half. And like, let's say how, like, how heavy do I really want to antique something? Mm. And you could do half of the board 
light and half of the board dark. And so you can really see, oh, I like this better. And you want to take it and put it, put it with your furniture. You're going to put it in, oh, it looks best this way. Or I'm going to, am I, do I want to antique or do I want a lime? You know, those, you just don't want to do it on a piece, especially the bigger the piece is, the more you have to paint, the more expensive your paint gets. Don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend? Well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. All right. Well, I've told you the easy steps, and they are easy to do. start your painting right. So I'm going to let you girls talk about how what kinds of paints you use and the best things to use. Okay. Anita, would you like to jump in there? Well, I think we both use a lot of chalk-based paint and love that, love using that. It's so great Mm -hmm. for any kind of an antiqued finish. You can wear it off. You can sand it off. And I'm sure most people know that it works so well. It has a very chalky finish. And so it really takes a wax coating very well. So you can use that to antique it. Whereas if you have a latex paint on, especially in a semi-gloss, it's much harder to do any kind of antiquing or any wax finishes. And Yvonne talked about a very ornate piece of wood that she likes to use as her practice board. So if your piece of wood or if you think that you're painting, your furniture rather, has some ornate carving on it, it's wonderful to use some antiquing or liming waxes, tinted waxes, to really bring that out. And it goes in the crevices. And then as you buff it, it's not on the high places. So it really highlights any kind of uh, carved pieces on there. So I love to use, that's probably my, eh, one of my favorites. I mean, actually my favorite. That's like your go-to. Well, my favorite actually Mm -hmm. is milk paint because milk paint. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, milk paint actually, I think has a more authentic look as far as antiquing. So that's my favorite, but the chalk-based paints are my second favorite. Can I just, let me just jump in here. I use chalk paints almost exclusively because I like the way, there's so many looks you can get with them. Um, And my very favorite is Amy Howard, hands down. Mm -hmm. And you can get them at Ace Hardware, so you don't have to order them. So they're as close as your um, Ace Hardware. But also, let me tell you, go onto YouTube, find her channel, Amy Howard at Home. And she has dozens of really fabulous video step by step she'll show you how to do everything and she also does facebook lives well the thing i like about her line of products is it's not just the chalk based paints she's got the milk mm-hmm. paints she has the lacquer wax waxes she has lacquer paint she has mm-hmm. antiquing glaze she has kind of something that mimics i think it's called dust of ages it mimics that's old my dust fave oh i love that things. and my favorite favorite Just keep product. that off your face yeah <laughs> don't put it on there and then she also has go- gold leaf that you yeah. can use gold which- silver and copper leaf i believe mm-hmm. Yes, all yeah. But also she has the finishes for antiquing mirrors and turning a which is a little past what we're talking our topic today, but also taking a stainless steel tabletop and giving it a, a look like zinc. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She She's just has a lot of so cool many stuff. definitely. Yeah, she does, but if we're just talking about paint and you want something easy, you can go get her um 
waxes, her antiquing um, waxes, and her one-step paint, which is chalk paint, okay. right at your Ace Hardware. So let's step back. So if you're using okay. chalk paint, whatever kind of chalk paint you're going to use, um, my understanding is chalk paint, you don't necessarily need to use a primer. Is that correct? You don't yes. use a primer. Exactly. Okay. So no primer. That's nice. That that's why, that yeah, stuff out. it's one step. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then since both of you, I have chalk painted, but not to the extent that you guys have. So when you chalk paint, do you always need to put one of these wax finishes on or you can just leave it as it is? You can leave it as it is. Okay. If you like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I th- well, I mean, it really depends on how you're going to use the piece. So mm-hmm. I usually, well, I, I mean, I can. think that she recommends putting wax on you, and I yes, certainly- Yes, but you, but you can I leave always it just wax as it on. is. I like the look of a wax on it. So I always do. Now, is the wax something where if you put a glass or something- the wax it is going to protect the finish a lot better. It's not going to be mm-hmm. as watertight without the wax. Okay. Oh, absolutely. But you can leave it. Okay. So maybe if it was a little accent piece or a lamp or something like that, you wouldn't have to wax it. But if it was something where someone could put a glass on top of it or well, it was going to get dinged, you should but also recommend it depends a on, wax. Also, it depends on the kind of finish you want. So mm-hmm. it's not just for protection, but what kind of look you want. So a lot of times when you use chalk-based paint, you want to add a wax to get a particular look and patina. So yeah, that's okay. another reason. And here's it. the other thing. You cannot use it outside. Now, I painted no, my I, swing. I well, yeah. you're not supposed to use I've, wax. Again, wax, I've heard the wax. that. I've heard that, but I've because done it, it and melt. I've had no problem. No, now, no problem. I painted my swing just using the uh, the um, uh, chalk paint, and it's fine. I've also used two planters that I've had outside that I aged using wax paint without any, without any, I mean, uh, chalk paint without using any wax and they are just fine, but they recommend because the wax can sort of get soft and melt. And then if you sit on something, you have a problem. Okay. Let me just throw out a little, uh, maybe devil's advocate, maybe just a question. Mm -hmm. If you're doing the chalk paint, and just particularly if you're painting something like a planter or something like that, that's going to be outside. Now, what's the advantage of, of using the chalk paint with presumably a brush and all that, as opposed to just spray painting it in a matte finish, which I would think would get pretty close to the chalk? If look. it's going to be in the weather, I'm personally, I would not use chalk paint. Okay. Personally, I wouldn't. Well, talk- my urns, I wanted them to look very old mm-hmm. and weathered so I can go over the base coat with with um, shading and highlighting to give it that very old. And you can go online. It's just how to age an urn. And I have all that in there. Um, it, it is not out. It's not out. I mean, it's under a porch. Okay. So I don't have it out. Like, yeah. so it could ha- be okay. in the elements. Yeah. So and that's bought, different. You have a yeah. post on that. We can add that to the yes. show notes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I'm some other things that, you know, we've talked about using a lacquered spray paint. I think that's another mm-hmm. very interesting look that you can use. And it's a very contemporary look. Yeah. It's I mean, that gorgeous. is gorgeous. The bl- a black or, I mean, you know, if you had a bold enough Look, you could go even with a red, so fun, bright Ugh. yellow. I think it's chic. Yeah. So, I mean, mm-hmm. a spray paint is obviously can be the easiest paint. Mm-hmm. To oh, use. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And there are so many types. And I, you know, I would say, I know I'm not the queen of everything. Vaughn's the queen of everything. <laughs> no. I, I no. might have the spray paint crown because I do it a lot. In fact, I just spray painted 
um, a mossy deer gold the other day. Um, there you go. <laughs> It, um, spray paint is so easy to use. I really love it. I, I want to explore, um, using so do you use paint a degreaser? some more. Do you use a degreaser before you use it? Uh, my reindeer was not greasy. I did not degrease him. <laughs> <laughs> I shaved him. No. Um, <laughs> it was hard to make him stand still, but I did it. No. Um, I want to explore chalk paint. That's why I have a lot of questions about that, but I, as far if we want to jump in here, I know we're already at 26 minutes and go on to another type of paint. Let me jump in with spray paint. Mm-hmm. There are so many different kinds of fantastic spray paints now. And sometimes people say, oh, but it didn't really work or it didn't hold. You have to really look at the type of surface that the spray paint is designed for. There mm-hmm. are some that are for plastic. There are some that are metal. There are some which I would stay away from with the primer and the color to combine. That's like shampoo and conditioner. You're never going to be happy. Just (laughs) don't do it, you know? Yeah. So it's good to prime if it's a piece that uh, has a lot of wear on it already and something that's going to get a lot, uh, it's a lot of touching or a lot of use or, Mm -hmm. you know, a lot of things being put on top of it. So never hurts to prime and really doesn't take a lot of time at all. Can I Uh, ask you a question about that? Mm -hmm. Would you, when you spray paint something, do you, or, or like when you prime it and then spray paint it, if it has like a little bit of rust on it and stuff, do you sand that all off? I usually don't because I really like something usually that has a little bit of the patina to it. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if it's kind of riddled with, uh, you know, almost like blistery rust, yes. you could go mm-hmm. over it a little bit, maybe mm-hmm. with steel wool or something like that to to bring it down a little okay. bit. Um, I am so enamored of the flat matte spray paint now. I've been spraying mm. a lot of things that I do spray paint things gold a lot. Um, they have chalk spray paint now. It's a chalk mm-hmm. based spray paint. You, yes. I guess you can't call it spray paint, uh, chalk paint, but they definitely have that on the market. So you're getting that kind of look. Um, but you know, it is spray paint is a little bit different to work with. And I have not tried a chalk based spray paint with any type of wax over it. So I'm not sure how that would look, but I'm, mm-hmm. I, I mean, that might be they even have to give chalkboard paint. Yeah. And then we should note that chalkboard paint is very different than chalk paint. So that, well, those are two different things. But chalk paint, now I know, I don't know about all chalk paints, but I do know about Amy's. If you don't put a wax over it, it is a chalkboard paint. You could use it for that. Yes, yeah. you could. Mm-hmm. Um, so spray painting, I think, is just a, such a quick, easy way to mm-hmm. transform something. Um, and can I, would, I just say mm-hmm. this? If you have, like, let's say you have a vase and it's a really ugly color or it has a, a design on it you don't like, you can spray paint that and it will look totally new. Yeah. Yeah, and like if you know, trying, if you want, if right. you like white, mm-hmm. spray paint it white, and you can also gold leaf part of that on top yeah. of it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like if I mm-hmm. collect all those little white pictures, and I have in the yes, past, yes. If I saw, I saw a little red one or green one that I really like the shape of, you can spray paint it. I wouldn't put that close up with my other ones where you could see this difference. But if you're putting it on a shelf where it's further away, you're just getting the visual of it being white. You could for sure do that. Um, you could spray paint lamps if you think your lamp is dated. You know, it, it has that. Tuscan bronze thing going on, but you like the shape of it, mm-hmm. spray paint it a color. Absolutely. My uh, number one tip with regard to spray paint is 
buy two or three cans more than you think you need. Oh, good point. <laughs> Excellent point. Because you can always take it back. You can always take it back mm-hmm. or you'll find something else to spray paint, to, uh, that use that can of spray paint for, but it does run out fairly quickly. And when you run out, you don't want to not be able to find any more. You exactly. need to finish your project. You want to finish your project. And tell me how many coats of spray paint you usually put on something, Kelly. Well, when you're working with the spray paint, um, it seems to me... I, that I don't know if it's that it soaks in or your eye sort of look you, when you're spraying it, your eye thinks you're sort of done. And then you have to, when you come back, you think, oh my gosh, really? Like it's not done at all. I missed all these spaces. So I go back several times. It's usually something if I'm going to do a um, mid-sized item, I'll maybe start in the morning, give it a good spray, then an hour or so later come back. And then you have to turn it over and work around. So, you know, it could take several hours to get all the spots because you can't spray it and then flip it but over. But you're not active that whole time. You can do something else. Oh, yeah. Back. You spray mm-hmm. it. It takes three mm-hmm. minutes and you run and you go decorate your Christmas tree mm-hmm. and you run back mm-hmm. and you spray it again. <laughs> and Speaking then you flip the deer Christmas over. Trees, wouldn't yeah. lacquered Christmas tree balls with spray paint? So if you've got a bunch of colors that you're just not going to use anymore, right. wouldn't that be gorgeous? Oh, that's a oh, great yeah. idea. Or metallic paint on them. Oh, yeah. Well, I bet you could spray idea. a whole tree. I bet I'll you bet somebody. Ha- I bet a blogger somewhere has. Oh, yeah. Because if you had a tree that was kind of not, let's just say not a Balsam Hill quality tree, you know, not a tree classics quality tree, right. a tree that maybe looked faux, but it, and it was green. Um, I bet if you, f- I would fluff it all, you know, really well. So everything is spread out and all the needles. And it, c- it was probably take you a lot of cans of spray paint and it would take you a lot of time. That but would be I some bet you project. Could make that, that would tree be a white project mm-hmm. to get all the surfaces. Yeah. yeah. But cute idea. Maybe a smaller one wouldn't be so much work. The, you know, that's actually a darling idea. Here, Back uh, yeah. to the. So maybe Talking. everyone look for a cheapo tree like at um, CVS or Rite Aid after the season and spray mm-hmm. it. Um, well, I want to go back to the mm-hmm. chalk chalk-based paint sure. for a minute and mention that you can actually paint fabric with this. I've oh. painted chairs, the whole thing, the fabric seat and the mm-hmm. wood legs the same color and it looked great. And if you use a clear wax over that, it takes on a leather quality. It's yes, it, beautiful. It, the fabric is going to look leathery. Wow. After it's painted. Okay, so and when someone sits on, or are you not allowed to sit on it, or do you no, it, no, no. Once the wax dries, you're fine, and it's waterproof. Mm-hmm. Right, the wax waterproofs it, wow. so that's an option. So the paint underneath doesn't crack at all when you people. No, it. I didn't have that problem. It's pliable. You have no problems. I don't have any problems painting, darling. <laughs> no prep, no problem. <laughs> then that should be a song. Side. No prep. One no other. Problem. I think one that of, is there a is western song. I'm sure <laughs> yeah, there is one. I think and it's no shirt, no shoes, no problem. No problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. That is it. Uh, and one other wax I want to mention is the use of liming wax, which is a white mm. wax, which is also beautiful and it has kind of an antique feel to it. So, so that's a that's a real favorite of mine. Well, Ooh, you yeah. know what's what why liming wax is so awesome? If you have golden oak pieces that you just you like the shape of it, but you're just tired of it, you can put a liming wax on that. And it takes on a whole new, beautiful, updated look. My experience with that is if it's got a sealer on the wood, it doesn't take the wax. But if no, it's, no, if it's, yeah. You if have, it's, so you do have mm-hmm. to remove that. So if that. it just is stained, right. If it's like a stained piece, like mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, like, you know, those oak armoires you can buy or the pine armoires. Right. Oh, and I have a, um, 
a piece in my my um, family room that's um, it's stained, but it doesn't have a um, a protector over it, and I'm always so tempted to lime it. So yeah, I what picture I'm, pine when I I think of that liming wax. Right. So if you're putting wax on a piece of furniture and the wax is, is when you wipe the wax, it comes completely off and it's not being absorbed into the wood at all. That means there's a poly coat or some other coat on the mm-hmm. wood. And if you want to use a wax mm-hmm. on it, you will have to use a stripping agent mm-hmm. to get that off. And stripping is a stripper? whole ball of wax, <laughs> a whole different ball of wax. Yeah. I think stripping's a mess. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not doing that. I'm I'd not rather doing that just, anymore. I'd rather I've chalk it. paint it. Mm-mm. Nope, not going there again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know you strip paint. You strip things, though, don't you, Kelly? Um, I was going to say you strip Kelly, but I thought that didn't sound so good. <laughs> well, you know, that was just that summer. No, I, um, <laughs> no, I have tried that, and it's really challenging and the, uh, just th- thinking of all those chemicals that mm-hmm. i mean it's just oh, so toxic but i have i really want to, to strip the top of that altar that i took out of my house but mm-hmm. I, now that it's on, on the wall and the guy was like i'm ready my brother's here with me we can do it today i was like okay let's put it up <laughs> i was gonna be like well i think i'm gonna buy a stripper and you know and, uh, maybe so we just put it on the wall so there's no way i'm gonna strip that now i would say if you want to try stripping and you really love I do love that look of the really raw wood. If you mm-hmm. want to do something like that, try it on a small piece and please get yourself those masks. I was you know, just going to say something that. Like that. Do it in a well-ventilated yes. area. And yep. Because that is really bad for you. And don't get mm-hmm. touch your eye. Don't brush your hair oh, out of your, yes. over your face. You could get it in your eye. Just bad, bad, bad. There are places I know my upholsterer, if I wanted some chairs, strip that he was also going to upholster they send it to some i don't know i'm picturing some giant vat of stripping Mm -hmm. you know some Mm -hmm. horrible you know fumes coming out of this but they'll dip the the entire piece the dipping's not good for the wood well here here's what i was gonna say uh um kelly but finish your thing first and then i'm gonna talk about something that's not good for the wood that i'm dying to do okay so that yeah well anita (laughs) says it's not good for the wood but yeah you could have someone i mean there are if you have a good upholsterer that has access to a place like my that. mother's had a few things stripped over her decor lifetime mm-hmm. and they've been fine. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm dying to do. And it's really, I don't, I don't know the technique other than painting all my floors white um, is bleaching wood. Oh yes. I'm dying to do that and it really messes up the surface of your wood which makes it so incredibly beautiful okay but if you're bleaching you 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 would have to if you had a poly some sort of coating on. oh no you strip the Mm -hmm. whole thing that's gotta be stripped first well stripping it to the you know she's not doing that poor bobby Ah. (laughs) (laughs) yeah my, my lovely assistant um and I just on the don't side, light I, a match. On, I, I, on the, this that. is a side note. I had a dinner party last night, and I was so exhausted because I'm still in an air cast, believe it or not. And um, I was so exhausted. I went to bed. I got up this morning, and the dish, everything was done. Oh, what a he! Jewel. Uh, he is a jewel, isn't that sweet? He but anyway, 
Um, okay, let's you, jump over to. Well, can uh, I just talk about oh, bleach yeah, I'm for sorry, a second? Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. You bleach. Uh, I've seen it done, and if you like a distressed wood with a just the natural wood, it it. Now, I wouldn't use it on a cherry piece or a mahogany because it would come out sort of pink. Yeah. But you want to. I'm thinking of like a either a walnut or an oak, and it. I've seen a couple pieces. They, uh, they make my heart pitter pat. Now, and if is you it know how to do this, like write to us. Clorox? Or- I, I have heard that's how you can do that's it. That's how I have heard as well. And I'm, uh, I've got to do it this year. I mean, I probably will have to wear one of those masks with the breathing you know, thing attached yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah. But I, I just, I have to do it. It's, they're so beautiful. Okay. When you do it, then tell me and we'll add it back to, into the show notes so people can okay. see. How about Anita had mentioned milk paint. Now, we know our friend Marion, Miss mm-hmm. Mustard Seed. She has a fabulous line of gorgeous colored milk paints. And now I have used it once or twice on small items. Um, I have never done a big piece of furniture. I, I have a Pinterest board that is all about sort of interesting pieces of furniture. And I think, you know, she is predominantly uh, seen on that board because she does such an amazing job with the colors and then also adding maybe some sort of stenciling and things like that. And she just seems to pick the exact right piece of furniture Mm -hmm. for the color milk paint. Mm -hmm. So just so we can talk about milk paint, it comes powdered. It's a dry product Mm -hmm. that you add water Water to. to. And so then you not can milk, make it, you add water. To right. It. It's already like dried powdered milk with pigment in it. Mm-hmm. And then you're adding the water. And then she, and she also has a lot of videos to show you how to use it and how much water to, based on the amount of saturation of the color that you want and all of that. But now, don't you have to use that on raw wood? I don't know. I'm asking. I, I did on a small project use it on raw wood. And then I, I used it on wood, but that had not had a... Um, any sort of lacquer coating on top of it. You know, oh, you know, yeah, I used coating. it on non. Yeah, I've used it. Did on it look nice? Sticks too. I bet it looked nice. My mine looked great. You oh, yeah, used it on I'm brass no problem over sticks. here. Yeah, it's just yeah. no problem. It, look, no if you problem. want anything painted, we could have just uh, in the first five minutes just said send everything to Anita. Send It'd it. be done by now. It'd be done by now. <laughs> now, Anita, you said you enjoy milk paint more. Then mm-hmm. chalk paint? Did, is that what? Yes. I, yes. Okay. Now, why oh. is that? Because oh. I think it has a more authentic look. It looks more like an antiqued piece of furniture, the way it distresses. Ah. And I mean, I think it has a, a, almost a rustic antique look. Now, I know like if you want to do a Toscana look or or something a little more involved, like an Italian um, antique look. You can really. Did you get just say that. Tuscan in Italian? Toscana. Toscana. <laughs> well, Toscana is. It is not. Is Amy Howard's milk paint is called Toscana? That's I what see. she's talking okay. about. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it has a lot of. It has a lot of. There's other steps to it that make it more like a very highbrow antique. Mm-hmm. But I think that yeah, is a, they both have very different looks. Yes, but a very authentic. That milk paint is. Gorgeous. And I think it's just a really fun thing to try. And it's a technique. And you know what? What's really fun about painting a project, uh, whether it be small, medium, or even a large project, is you kind of can lose yourself in it a little bit. Like, I love, I like, I think that's one of the reasons I like painting things. Um, because 
you know, you can put in your earbuds and you can listen to decorating tips and tricks or you can just hear the birds or whatever you're doing, but you can, you're focusing on that one thing. And it's really kind of a nice project to have going on. And if you can have a space in your garage or in your basement to do something like that, it's kind of fun. And it'd be fun if you haven't tried any of these techniques to sort of, uh, excuse the pun, but dip in and give it a whirl. So we were to give your paintbrush in. Mm-hmm. I have one really cheapo, um, easy way to use up extra paint that you might have laying around. Okay, this will be the last thing. Yeah, this can be a um, like a water based lacquered paint that you have. I did a mm-hmm. post on it when I first started blogging. I had this little. Um, it was wooden, but like a garden stool. And I, mm-hmm. I remember I got it from Wisteria and I, I don't, I guess I bought it online, but I didn't really see that it had these kind of weird dragons on it. And I didn't really like it when I came, but I didn't want to send it back. But it's like, okay, so what am I going to do with it? So I decided to paint it. And so I had some paint left over from a wall paint. And so I just took a dry rag mm-hmm. and I just sort of rubbed it. And so I just used up this little bit of maybe an inch and a half of paint in a gallon and I just rubbed it on and it really got this great distressed finish. So I used a dried rag, like a t-shirt rag Mm -hmm. and not a paintbrush, super easy, didn't have to buy anything, didn't need to run to the the hardware store or anything, just what I had left around. So basically you dry brushed it using a rag. Dry brushed it. That's very creative. um, You know, uh, just a plain Mm -hmm. old latex paint that I had Mm -hmm. hanging around. What a good idea. So I'll put the post link in for that. We just have, we, as you can tell, we all love to paint furniture and paint anything we can get our hands on. And there's so many wonderful creative ways that you can paint. Go to uh, YouTube. They, it's loaded with um, a lot of uh, paint techniques and they'll teach you how to do almost anything. And we love you listening and we're so glad you're here today. And uh, we just want to remind you that we are here to inspire you to create a beautiful home until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.